Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 29th of July, let's begin with updates from the city. Karnataka's Deputy Chief Minister D.K. Shivkumar announced a rupees 3 increase in the price of the Nandini milk brand, stating it was to support farmers. Earlier, there were controversies regarding Amul versus Nandini sales in Bengaluru, with the Congress and pro-Canada groups criticizing the BJP government for allowing Amul's entry, potentially affecting Nandini's business. In other headlines, the Karnataka cabinet decided to establish the Karnataka State Road Regulatory and Development Authority to attract private investments in state road projects. They also plan to declare areas surrounding national parks and wildlife sanctuaries as eco-sensitive zones and form a cabinet subcommittee to address related issues. The chief minister will constitute the subcommittee. The authority will focus on PPP projects under the PWD department. In some more news, Bengaluru's Whitefield residents established a shadow ward committee to oversee the official BBMP ward committees. They launched a website and social media channel to collect citizen reports on violations like building deviations, footpath encroachments and illegal optic fibre cable laying. The Whitefield Citizens Ward Committee with 200 plus members will be formally launched after gathering sufficient data. An interactive map will help spot violations. Up next, Brit Singh, the founder-CEO of a Bengaluru-based company, shared his challenges in registering his company on Twitter in a post that has now gone viral. Despite spending two months trying to complete the registration, it remains unfinished. He expressed frustration and mentioned that he might consider moving back to the USA due to the ease of problem-solving and feedback there. Now on to other news. North Bengaluru residents can now enjoy the restored Hunasamaranahalli Lake, unveiled after a restoration process initiated in 2022. The efforts aim to tackle soil erosion, garbage buildup and declining water capacity. Workers planted over 1,000 trees and flowering plants, built buns and created a walking and cycling path to support biodiversity including migratory birds and fish. The initiative was led by Lowe's India in collaboration with Oasis Foundation and Hanson CSR. Moving on, Bengaluru has witnessed a sharp increase in conjunctivitis cases in the past few weeks, with doctors observing higher numbers and severity of cases. The viral infections, mostly caused by adenovirus, shows variations this time, possibly due to viral mutations. Shankara Eye Hospital reported a 50% increase in patients, but most recover within a week. Narayana Netralia receives about 100 conjunctivitis patients daily, with 35 to 40% being children. Meanwhile, the ICMR, with support from IISC and four hospitals in Bengaluru, plans to launch the Oral Potentially Malignant Disorders Atlas Project to detect oral cancer early. OPMDs are precursors to 80% of oral cancers, but early detection is challenging. Two Bengaluru-based institutes and two other hospitals will recruit and collect data from 5,000 patients over five years, using AI tools to develop predictive models for risk assessment and disease management. On a different note, the Kids for Tigers commemorated Global Tiger Day at Jaimahal Palace. Part of the Nature in Focus Festival, Global Tiger Day was attended by hundreds of students who participated in tiger face painting, poster making, skits and group songs on nature. This year, children were joined by Bittu Segal, 
environmental activist and founder of Sanctuary Nature Foundation, and Vance Martin, president of Wilderness Foundation Global Founder and co-chair Wilderness Specialist Group. National News. Moving on to the national news. Prime Minister Narendra Modi inaugurated the second edition of the Semicon India event in Gandhinagar, Gujarat, his home state capital. He announced that players in the semiconductor sector will receive 50% financial assistance from the central government. He emphasized India's skill, capability and capacity, aiming to benefit the world through this initiative. Meanwhile, Union Minister V. Murlidharan revealed that the contentious Delhi Services Bill would be introduced in Parliament next week. The bill aims to restore the centre's control over the bureaucracy in Delhi, a city and union territory. The move is expected to lead to a heated confrontation between the ruling NDA and the opposition INDIA bloc, with AAP, one of its 26 constituents, directly affected. In more news, the Supreme Court directed the Union government to reveal its intentions regarding the establishment of a federal agency to investigate criminal cases related to cryptocurrencies. The court expressed concern over the absence of a law to regulate digital currencies. Justices Surya Kant and Dipankar Datta urged the centre to establish a legal framework to address cryptocurrency cases and emphasise the need for a specialised national agency for these transactions. Shifting our focus, the Indian Space Research Organisation announced the successful completion of two additional hot tests on the Gaganyaan Service Module Propulsion System at the ISRO Propulsion Complex in Odisha. These tests were part of the Service Module System Demonstration Model Phase 2 series. The SMPS was developed by the Liquid Propulsion System Centre in Bengaluru and Valyamala, Tiruvananthapuram. During the test, the thrusters operated in continuous and pulse mode following the mission profile. International News Turning our attention to international news. According to the Ministry of External Affairs, during the G20 summit in Bali last year, Prime Minister Narendra Modi and Chinese President Xi Jinping exchanged curtsies and discussed the importance of stabilizing bilateral relations during a dinner. The Chinese Foreign Ministry had recently claimed that both leaders reached an important consensus on stabilizing ties during the G20 interaction. In ongoing news, American researchers have observed a rising trend in rare meat allergies caused by tick bites, known as alpha-gal syndrome. The CDCP reported a significant increase in cases, affecting an estimated 450,000 people. The allergy linked to the Lone Star tick saliva can lead to life-threatening reactions to meat and animal products. Alpha-gal syndrome triggers symptoms such as stomach cramps, diarrhea and shortness of breath. In severe cases, fatal anaphylaxis. In a recent development, the World Meteorological Organization shared a graph indicating that July 2023 was the hottest month ever recorded globally. The Copernicus Climate Change Service reported several notable records broken in the first three weeks of July, including the hottest day and the hottest three weeks. In some other news, Singapore executed a 45-year-old citizen, Saridevi Binte Jamani, for drug trafficking, making her the first woman to be executed in nearly 20 years. Despite appeals from rights groups, the execution proceeded. Jamani was convicted in 2018 for trafficking over 30.72 grams of heroin, surpassing the threshold for the death penalty in Singapore. Her appeals were dismissed and her plea for presidential clemency was rejected. Business News Let's now look at some business stories. 
chip maker AMD revealed plans to establish its largest ever R&D facility in Bengaluru, investing $400 million in India over the next five years. Mark Papermaster, AMD CTO, stated that they aim to hire around 3,000 engineers in India by the end of 2028. The company aims to become a significant contributor to the semiconductor ecosystem in India through this initiative. In more business news, AirAsia India, owned by Tata Group's AIX Connect, received regulatory approval to operate its flights under the Air India Express branding. Both Air India Express and Air Asia India can now jointly promote, sell and operate their services as Air India Express. The group includes Air India, Air India Express, Vistara and Air Asia India. Next up in some tech news, within days of its launch, Threads, Meta's text-based app intended as a Twitter competitor, garnered 100 million sign-ups. However, after the initial buzz, the app lost over half of its users. CEO Mark Zuckerberg expressed optimism about user retention, mentioning plans to add more features like a desktop version and search functionality. Meta aims to enhance retention through additional retention-driving hooks. Moving on, EQT, based in Sweden, announced that BPEA Private Equity Fund 8 will acquire a controlling stake in Indra IVF, India's largest IVF chain and one of the top five globally. The stake will be bought from TA Associates and Indra IVF founders, while the founders retain a significant minority stake and continue to lead the company. Since its establishment in 1988, Indira IVF has expanded to operate over 115 centres. In market news for July 29th, the Sensex experienced a decline of 136.31 points or 0.21%, settling at 66,130.51. Similarly, the Nifty also saw a dip of 21.50 points or 0.11%, closing at 19,638.40. Among the listed shares, 1,558 showed positive gains, 1,573 declined and 135 remained unchanged. The Indian rupee experienced a decline due to the strength of the US dollar and the weakness in the domestic markets. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. Karan Johar's film, Rocky or Rani Ki Prem Kahani, is currently running in theatres, featuring a star-studded cast led by Alia Bhatt and Ranveer Singh alongside veteran actors Dharmendra, Shabana Azmi and Jaya Bachchan. The film has recorded impressive ticket sales of Rs 4.10 crores, surpassing the day one advance booking of Tu Juti Mai Makkar. In news from Hollywood, Barbie made a powerful entry into Hollywood, grossing $155 million in its domestic box office debut, the highest for 2023. The film's success has given the doll maker Mattel the confidence to expand the franchise. Mattel's ambitious plans for the Barbie film franchise and Mattel Cinematic Universe suggest that they have something up their sleeves, according to reports. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, the teaser for Danish's upcoming film Captain Miller was released. Directed by Arun Mateshwaran, the period action film follows the adventures of Danish's character Captain Miller, showcasing his rugged look and action-packed sequences. Set for a December 2023 release, the film also stars Mark Bennington, Nasser, Shivraj Kumar and Priyanka Arul Mohan. In sports news, BCCI Secretary Jay Shah revealed that the board has received proposals from other member boards to reschedule certain ODI World Cup 2023 matches. He clarified that changes in the schedule are anticipated but not limited to the India-Pakistan match. Shah assured that the venues for the matches will remain unchanged. 
In more sports updates, India decided to pull out its entire wushu team from the World University Games in Chengdu after China issued stapled instead of stamped visas to three athletes from Arunachal Pradesh. MEA spokesperson Arindam Bagchi condemned China's action as unacceptable given their history of denying stamped visas to Indian citizens from Arunachal Pradesh due to a territorial dispute. Wrapping up sports news at the Olympic Games Paris 2024, the opening ceremony will take place on the Seine River, making history. The parade of athletes usually held in a stadium will take place with each national delegation on boats equipped with cameras for close-up views. The 10,500 athletes will showcase their skills in the heart of Paris during the 16-day event. Bengaluru Buzz. Switching gears to local events. There are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Get ready for a fun night out with friends this weekend. Head to Boomerang Barx Social, Koramangla 7th Block for a big Bollywood night featuring DJ James Mittal happening on the 30th of July at 8 p.m. Catch Ace Resident Comics Dilip Gowda and Pramod Ashnal in their latest special Jokes Apart performing live at the Drunkling Sizzlers and Pub, Koramangla 5th Block on the 30th of July at 6 p.m. Bengaluru get ready for an enchanting dance extravaganza at the dance festival presented by Nrutyankura Foundation featuring captivating performances by Rituparna and Rutvika disciples of Pashumarthi Kumaradatta in a mesmerizing Kuchipudi duet happening on the 29th of July at 6 pm at Art Coach JP Nagar don't miss this evening of mesmerizing performances interested in paint and dye workshop Here's something for you. Join an exclusive art class in a Brunch and Brushes workshop and enjoy this relaxing session happening at the Dialogues Cafe Koramangla 4th block on the 30th of July at 11:30 a.m. You can also head to Just Bangalore Brigade Road for a fun comedy night special event headlined by Bengaluru's best comedians performing live on the 31st of July at 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. Don't miss out on this experience as the jokes get funnier by the minute. Bengaluru weather. In a general weather update for the country, the Indian Meteorological Department issued a yellow alert for Mumbai, warning of heavy rainfall at isolated places. According to an IMD report, Delhi experienced light to moderate rainfall while the Yamuna River's water level remained above the danger mark of 205.33 meters. And finally the weather in Bengaluru on the 29th of July partially cloudy weather is anticipated in the city with temperatures ranging from 20 degrees celsius to 28 degrees celsius due to humidity the maximum temperature aligns with july's average maximum of 28.1 degrees celsius heat index values consider light wind and shaded locations that's all for now on the bengaluru commute podcast for today i'm anupama If you enjoyed this episode please do follow the Bengaluru Commute podcast on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well it helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it even better if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast share it with them make your commute truly extraordinary the Bengaluru Commute podcast skill is now available on Alexa All you have to do is to download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute podcast. The Bengaluru Commute podcast, powered by Spooler.